Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. There's been a major new development this past week in the move to pave the way for gay marriage. In the UK, pretty much out of the blue, the British Prime Minister David Cameron brought on a vote in which the British Parliament took a significant step towards legalising gay marriage. It was a highly charged debate in the House of Commons. It now goes to the House of Lords, where the assumption is they will make it law. David Cameron tweeted after the vote, MPs voting for gay people to be able to marry too is a step forward for our country. Although this move has also brought about a major and passionate rift in his Conservative Party, even talk of a leadership challenge against Mr Cameron. One man who was there for this important, fiery debate was Ed Thornton from the UK Church Times, and Ed joins us now on Open House. Ed, welcome back. Hello, good to be here. Thanks very much for your time, Ed. Give us a sense of the passions that you saw in this debate, Ed. Yes, there were definitely strong opinions on both sides. A um, number of MPs, actually, who, were, who said they were Christians getting up to um, speak passionately in favour of same-sex marriage legislation and saying that as Christians they support it because they think this is about equality and social justice and also that promoting the institution of marriage is a positive thing for society. So there are indeed also many Conservative MPs saying that as well, saying Conservatives, we think that marriage ought to be um, encouraged among people. And a lot of people are saying, you know, the, the gender of the person that someone loves shouldn't be something that excludes them from getting married. There were, on the other hand, a lot of quite a lot of MPs speaking against. Um, some of the older ones in particular saying, um, you know, either they think this is wrong in principle or that they've had many letters from constituents um, opposing this. Some Conservatives deeply uncomfortable that this wasn't in the Conservative Party manifesto at the 2010 election, so asking, why, why are we doing this? There are surely other priorities, you know, such as the economy, jobs, things like that. And um, it's caused great, as you mentioned, great division among Conservative Party activists and a lot of um, Conservative MPs saying, well, this is just a massive headache for us and it doesn't really bring us much gain. So in terms of timing... Lots of people were shocked that it came on. Why was this vote brought on now at this particular time? Well, it's difficult to say. It was a bit quick because the Prime Minister seemed to have given insurances not long ago that they weren't planning to bring in um, same-sex marriage. And certainly when civil partnerships were introduced in the UK in 2005, the Labour ministers then said this is not you know, a next stage towards same-sex marriage. It will stop here. Many people would say it's David Cameron trying to modernise his party, um, show that they've come into the 21st century. I mean, polls show that younger people tend to be more in favour of same-sex marriage and, and older people against it, so it might be a way of attracting younger people. It's also, I think, something he wants, thinks is right in principle. And um, many people have, some people have criticised the how quickly the legislation's come about, and some people are saying it's, it's actually quite rushed and uh, a few details haven't been properly thought through and some of the implications. And indeed, the churches are, are saying, you know, why now? This is really in quite a hurry. We need more time to discuss religious freedom protections and things like that. So it's, it's difficult to answer why exactly it's happening now. I mean, they definitely they found the time on the parliamentary timetable to deal with it, but it's, it's difficult to say why exactly it's needed right now. In terms of the public, what are the polls saying about where they sit with their opinion on gay marriage at the moment? The polls don't seem to come to any one conclusion. It often depends um, which campaigning group is, is publishing the poll. Um, there are polls which suggest that a majority of people are in favour of same-sex marriage, and then there are polls that suggest the majority aren't. There's definitely polls that suggest that the public think other issues should take greater priority, like jobs in the economy. Definitely polls among younger people suggest that they're um, broadly in favour of this, because they just don't see what the problem is with 
gay people getting married, and I think that shows how society's changed over recent years, and definitely among older people, there would be more opposition. And among conservative activists, there's definitely been quite a lot of opposition. Those people resigning their membership of the party and things like that, refusing to campaign for the party over this issue. There seems to be an assumption that the Lords in time will vote to legalise gay marriage. If so, when is that likely to happen? Well, the bill has to go to its committee stage next where it will be scrutinised and amendments tabled and and questions asked about it. It's not set out yet when it will reach the Lords. I mean, the, the main campaign group called the Coalition for Marriage, which is opposing the bill, has said they think it will encounter significant opposition in the Lords and maybe some amendments which, which change substantial parts of the bill, at the very least. So the opponents really seem to be putting their hope in the law opposing this and at least making some changes to the bill. You mentioned the churches. Where does this leave the churches? This law, if it comes into uh, effect, won't actually force them to conduct gay marriages? No, it won't. I mean, for the Church of England and the Church in Wales, which, which have a legal obligation to marry um, couples in, in their churches... They are in the bill protected from being forced to conduct those marriages. And actually, they're not allowed to in the bill. So once the bill passes, it won't be possible for Church of England priests to marry same-sex couples. They've amended human rights legislation and things like that to say that no minister will ever be forced to do this, even if but the option they have is the church bodies can opt in. So if the Baptist churches, Methodists, or those sort of churches can pass a resolution to... But at the moment, everyone's excluded until they're church body opts in. It will be possible for the Church of England and the Church in Wales to opt in. Um, they have to pass legislation in their governing bodies and in, in the General Synod to do that. But even then, the government are saying that if individual Church of England ministers don't want to do this, they won't be forced to, even if the General Synod says it's something we're going to sign up to, which looks unlikely at the moment. Although there are some who say it is inevitable that given time, churches would face legal challenges if they turned away gay couples wanting to marry. Yes. Well, that's what campaigners have said. That's what the Church of England lawyers have said. That Well, they've said that the protections in the bill aren't as watertight as, as the government suggests. And they say a lot of it, with, particularly with case law, you know, it needs case to establish a precedent and to, and to test the law. So they're saying it might well be that a, a minister or, or church gets um, a legal challenge. Um, they say the campaigners for gay rights and things can sometimes use quite um, forceful tactics like that. The the campaigners, on the other hand, for for gay marriage are saying they very much respect religious freedom and the right people's conscience and the the right not to do this. They don't want anyone to be forced to. They just want to be able to have the opportunity to do it. Of course, the religious freedom argument works both ways because there are people in the churches saying it should be their right in terms of religious freedom to perform same-sex marriages. It's something they want to do. And those people think it's something that is blessed by God and it's wrong to prevent people from being married in churches and prevent ministers who want to from marrying same-sex couples. There'll be a lot of people around the world following it very closely as it unfolds. Ed Thornton, thanks very much for the update. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.